Welcome to Gracefield Grit. I'm your host, Lana Stinner, and we are chatting all about growing your faith, family, and the backyard farm. Here at the Gracefield Homestead, we are having honest, hard, and authentic conversations with some amazing guests about getting back to the basics and what's important in life. We are not for everyone, and we don't clean up our conversations, so you will get the unedited chat. Each episode, you can expect practical tips and encouragement. I am so honored to have you join us today, so grab a cup of coffee and let's do this thing. Hey friends, welcome back to Gracefield Grit. We are heading into the holiday season, and normally around here, fall is a restful time to catch up after a busy season in the gardens. It's usually pretty chill and restful around here, but this past autumn has been anything but rejuvenating. In the past, as we move through November, I am usually full of energy and excitement for all the holiday activities, and I'll be honest, the past few months have been a whirlwind for so many reasons. So I thought today we could just chat about a few ways I'm planning on simplifying the season ahead and staying intentional. Life is short, the world is in chaos, and it's never been more important to stay focused on the important things in life. So today I'm going to give you the main seven things that I'm planning to do to keep the upcoming Advent season joyful and focused on Jesus, family, and friends. So let's dive in. So we are just back from a weekend trip to the mountains. Neither of us had a lot of time to get away with our busy work schedules. CJ's had a few weeks of intense training, and I'm behind on a book deadline like usual. What's new, right? I'm sure you are just as busy as we are. Everyone seems to be these days. The daughter of one of our dearest friends was getting married out of town. So of course we made the trip happen. And when we arrived, the weekend calendar was filled to the brim. We had welcome receptions, breakfast dates with friends, and all the beautiful wedding activities. It was beyond beautiful. Our last night there, we ended up staying up really late, which is not normal for us. And we helped our friends clean up after the beautiful and fun wedding reception. We were absolutely wiped out the following morning and needed to prepare to get back home from this quick trip to the Denver airport, um, which we needed to get there late that afternoon. And it happened to be a couple of hours away. So we were trying to plan out our day and we had a leisurely breakfast and we're planning on just packing up and heading into the city a few hours early to kill some time before our flight. And at the last minute, we changed our mind and decided to hit a couple of hiking trails. And it was probably less than two hours of hiking, but it was so amazing and just what we both needed. We didn't have any of our normal hiking boots and gear, and it was chilly with snow on the ground. But like I said, it was just what we needed. The snow-covered evergreens were absolutely stunning. The lakes were just beginning to freeze over. And the scenery was breathtaking. Spending time outside is rejuvenating. It clears your brain, gives you energy, and it is just plain beautiful, even back here in Kansas City. So I'm committing to spending more time outside during this holiday season than ever before. It's my happy place. So I'm going to be bundling up to go on a hike from on some local trails. We're going to get the fire pit rolling with some s'mores and chestnuts on an open fire. And it's just good for the soul. So my number one thing is just simply 
more time outside. Number two in simplifying the upcoming holiday season is making healthy choices for meals most of the time. You know us, we are all about the food over here and we know how to make some amazing dishes, especially around the holidays. And contrary to popular belief, I am the least talented in the kitchen at our house. My daughter loves to bake and my boys are firemen that know how to cook. I've always said the guys at the fire station can put the big city foodies to shame with their recipes and skills. So I'm going in very intentional with grace for the yummiest of meals and honoring our traditional dishes while at the same time getting lots of healthy veggies and protein in the rest of the time. In our society, we always think it's all or none when it comes to food and nutrition, and that's just not the case. It's so common in America, and I'm guilty too, to have a free-for-all for a couple of months during the holidays, indulging in everything possible, and then in January, it's time to click in and get healthy again. And it's just, we just need to break that unhealthy habit and be mindful and intentional over the holidays. And I've called it in the past the 80-20 rule. We still have dozens of eggs still coming in every day from the coop, and our freezers and pantry are stocked to the brim with bags and cans of fruits and veggies just out of the garden. So that 20% of the time, I'm going to enjoy baking cookies with my favorite three-year-old and planning all the scrumptious, creamy meals but I'm going to be filling the rest of my days with God's natural goodness from the garden. It's important to be gentle with ourselves for these next couple of months and give ourselves grace to enjoy those creamy dishes and the sugary traditions and treats. But at the same time, we need to fuel our bodies. So I'm ditching that all or none mentality and it's not healthy either to be like that. So we're going to have fun, but we're going to feel healthy and good at the same time. So I hope I can do that one. Number three in simplifying the season is realistic expectations when it comes to holiday decor. Do we really need any of those new items in the Christmas aisle at Target? No, probably not. Although they're beautiful and trendy, I'm just saying no to all of that. It doesn't mean I'm the Grinch or the Scrooge. It's actually the opposite. Our Christmas lights are already up. Yes, I asked my husband to put them up in October this year. That has to be the earliest for sure. My boys, when they were deployed firefighting in Israel on the Gaza border, I was stressed and I needed something to cheer me up. So God bless that man. He made it happen. And it did bring me some joy in that month when I needed it and the days were getting so dark early. My daughter loves putting up the tree, and she just knocked it out of the park in the last couple of days. So that's it around here. I'm not buying a new thing. In fact, I'm committing to get rid of at least four of those huge totes that are filled with old decorations. I love all the festive decor, but simplifying it just feels good. We don't have to keep up with the McGee and Company or Joanna Gaines line. It's less about what your home looks like and more about the true hospitality and joy that your loved ones feel when they come home. That right there is it. So much harder than it sounds. So let me say it one more time because I am preaching to myself here. It is less about what your home looks like and more about the true hospitality and joy your loved ones feel when they walk through your doors. 
You can have the most beautiful, well-decorated home in the world, but if your tribe does not feel the love and joy when they come in, we've missed the point. This is a hard one to get right, but it is so, so important. So number four on simplifying the holiday season is it's okay to say no. And I do find it funny that at the most special and important time of the year, we let all common sense and boundaries go by the wayside in the name of family and friends. So hear me out. And I don't want to sound too harsh here, and I'm probably going to offend someone. What's new, right? Healthy boundaries are good. Giving grace to messed up family and friends is also good. This is hard but important balance beam that we usually walk really well the rest of the year, and then we throw it all to the wind during the holidays. We want to show love and not be judgmental, but also protect our healthy lines that we won't cross the rest of the year. For example, when our kids were tiny and the extended family holiday get-togethers, they were great until the evening moved on into the later hours. Random adult friends were showing up, there was lots of alcohol, and all the kids were wanting to spend the night. We had decided early on that was a boundary for us and the kids couldn't spend the night. And we did, we felt bad and our kiddos were not happy with us. But in any normal situation, you would not leave your precious children unsupervised with drunk people that you don't know. You would never, ever do that. So why on earth would you even be tempted to think about leaving them just because it's a family holiday party? Parenting is hard and you never know if you're getting it right. But if you have a gut check on any of these kind of situations with the boundaries, you need to listen to that. I will tell you every single time we made those hard decisions, we heard the following day of some unfortunate drama with the other kiddos that was just so sad. So all that to say, figure out your boundaries in advance, and it may be with a different adult. Give grace and love on your friends and family when you can, but it is okay to say no and go home at a decent hour or whatever that boundary looks like. Better yet, you can even have the kids overnight stay at your house. So the next thing to try to keep the holidays simple is number five, and it does kind of go along with the last one, number four, but it is saying no just to minimize all the events. So pick and choose your favorites. It's okay, again, to say no. Maybe get together with that old childhood friend in January instead of mid-December and move some things around. That will give you something to look forward to after all the hustle has died down. Streamlining your calendar will make the important events more fun and enjoyable. And this is a big one for me, and I'm doing it. I am absolutely doing it. And one last thought with this one is just like we want them to respect our boundaries, we need to respect other people's boundaries. And this is a hard one for me. There are so many events and activities going on. Friends and family can be overwhelmed and simply just double booked. And I try not to take it personal if someone can't make it, and it's hard. Now that I have adult kids and other in-laws with family events, we are going to be flexible and lighten up and just roll with it. So back when I was in corporate America, we often used a term in management when we were discussing team building and all the people dynamics of getting a project done. And the phrase was, assume positive intent. 
which is harder than it sounds. So don't take things personally and assume the best about people. Sometimes our emotions can be a liar. So like I said, this is a hard one for me, but I am going to make it happen. So number six is simplifying the gift giving. And I know we all say this every year, um, but it is an important one. So I'm getting started early and I'm going to be very, very intentional. I'm going to try to do a few more handmade gifts and gifts that are thoughtful because they're so meaningful. So I think that's a no-brainer. We all know this one, um, but it's important to make it happen. And number seven, of course, I saved the best for last. You and I both know that Jesus is the reason for the season. We can say it all day long, but putting actions behind it means that I have to be intentional and I'm not good at just winging it. And I'm easily distracted with all the shiny, pretty things this time of year that suck up my time. So it's on my calendar, devotion time in the Bible. I've had to schedule it out. I know from the past, this will keep my heart straight and my pace during the season a bit slowed down and laser focused on the beautiful gift that God gave us, his son. He was humbly born in a stinky stall. Animals are stinky and funny and curious, wanting to nibble on little one's blankets and clothes. Can you even imagine that beautiful night when heaven came down and Jesus was born? all the stars and shiny angelic glory singing overhead while those ornery, stinky animals were pushing their way in just like they do. I'm sure they weren't quiet either. That's what this season is all about. The nativity scenes are up, including a plastic one that the little ones can carry around and play with. Christmas worship music is in the playlist queue on Spotify and ready to roll. And my Advent devotion is schedule. I am not allowing myself to get distracted this year. So that's it. Those are the seven things that I'm doing to try to simplify the holiday season. I am so thankful for the gift God gave us over 2,000 years ago. And I'm also grateful for the family and friends that we get to celebrate it with this season. Thank you for joining us today in this episode of Gracefield Grit. I know that your time is valuable and I truly appreciate you being here. I hope it was helpful and that you'll share it with a friend. In order to schedule amazing guests on our show, we could use some good reviews. So if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd be honored if you could head over to the podcast app on your phone, tap the album art for the Gracefield Grit podcast, scroll down to the bottom of the page and write a review. I'm looking forward to our next episode and I hope you'll join us again. Blessings to you today, friend, as you live out your own grace-filled grit.